And before we begin tonight's show, I want to get this out of the way early on because then we can start the show in 30 seconds and we don't have to get into any of this stuff about who should be what colour and who shouldn't be doing whatever role. But John Cho made a comment in an interview and he was asked about what he wanted to do for the future and he stoked speculation by saying he wouldn't say no to be cast as James Bond. Right. Just saying. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to hit the button now. (laughs) Fab Radio International dot com Somewhere in space this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy and a universe. big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, Mr. Martin Unsworth. Hello. And Mr. Chris Hayes. Your voice broke then. Like you were, your, bo- your balls finally dropping, Martin. Because <laughs> I'm resting on my throat. It's took a while, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. We are the editors of Starburst Magazine and we are here every week to bring you a, a serious look at the world of genre cinema. Very serious. I'm going to give you a noogie in a minute. A bit po-faced, to be fair. Mm. Yes. So, what's been going on in the world of cinema? You're going to find out. We've also got an amazing interview because you think the video store is dead. You think it's dead and buried. You think it's gone. You think those blockbuster units to let mark the end of it and they're like sad gravestones to a fallen tradition. Well, you might just be wrong and you may have to rethink that after tonight. We speak to a person who has actually brought back a video store in the UK. And we have an interview with him, and it's Mr. Andy Johnson, and we're going to be speaking about the wonders that are Video Odyssey, and we're going to speak possibly round about just after 10. So if you bear with us for a little while and listen to some news. Videocity. Videocity. Video Odyssey. Odyssey. No, it's one word. It's one word. Video... Yeah. Videos. Oh, it's hard I to don't say even, it. Now, you've got me that confused. I don't even know if I said it right. It's Video Odyssey, as it in. No, a journey it's one word. Into video. Vid Odyssey. Video Odyssey. Yeah. Video. yeah. <laughs> Can we start this again? We can't. It. This is live radio for you, you see. This is the problem. So, well, I know how it's spelt. 
that's all we need to know. And I know how. I know how. I know how. V i d e o d y, and have the rest. How you spell Odyssey? Odyssey. There we go. Perfect. Nailed it. Well, I thought it was video Odyssey. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Turns out. None of us can say it. No. It's right, but that's why we've got an interview with the man himself who's far more adept at English and more capable of explaining. As you'll hear. You will. It's a great interview, actually, and I, I enjoyed having a chat because I was fascinated when I found out about this. I found out a couple of months ago, and I wasn't sure whether it was a joke or not because you, I didn't understand how you could get back to running a video store when you've got all the streaming services, the competitions, people downloading stuff for free, left, right, and centre, people like you watching stuff on Cody. Don't it watch just seemed Cody. to me a bit, Don't even bit know of an how to use it. Anyway. I've told you this before. You'll you'll have the answers very soon. So what's been going on in the world of Starburst? Because you've been working on something that we can't discuss. It's a secret project. Well, why bring it up then? Because it's, it adds mystique. Okay. And it gives that behind-the-scenes peek behind the machinations of putting out a print publication um, magazine that goes on. But where does that leave me now? You have to just say, ah, well, we've got this special thing. Tap Tap your nose nose and no one can see it. Uh, What? Yeah, go on then. You know this is radio. Yeah, I know, yeah. (laughs) For the second time that's been brought up tonight, you know know we're on live radio. It's true, it is live. Oh, they love it. I'll tell you what, I have got some streaming news. Because we were just talking about that. And Mouse Flicks last week. It, yes, it got a name this week. Oh, Mouse Flicks has got a name? It, it, it does. What's it called? The Disney Something Something Boring? It's co- What do you mean by that? Oh, I just wondered. This is going to, this, the content on this platform is going to be irresistible. Yeah, and I every shit at naming it. So come on, what's it called? Oh, I don't know. It's Go called on. Disney Play. <laughs> is it, what? That's wank. <laughs> Google used that it's ages wank. ago, didn't it? It's wank. You know what? You're wrong. It's you're, you're right. Wank. Yeah. Yeah. It's rubbish. The first thing that it I thought it, it, it does sound a little. I don't know. I don't Shit. want to get on Martin here, but it Bollocks. sounds a little sexual, doesn't it? That's uh, not Disney play. Disney I mean, cosplay. Disney. Bedroom you know the play. Disney what? What do you get up to? I don't know. I don't know Plays. either because it didn't. That's not. I just thought, oh, what what a boring name. Well, you know all these furries, don't you? The concept of a furry. Yeah. I you've mean, heard, you know, they dress up as, you know. Well, you've seen. There's about to be some mini Mouse and Mickey stuff going on. They, they, Mucky Mickey. They, they, listen, they, they hate seriously, to do it. No, no, they absolutely hate that kind of thing, yeah? I they, do. They, no, they will be a, a mouse or a fox or a duck, but they would be disgusted at somebody turning up to one of their events as a Disney character like that because you're sexualizing a character from an animated beloved children's cartoon unfortunately they, it's rampant though they don't Are do they? that they don't dress up as as mickey mouse donald duck etc monkey, monkey mouse whatever no monkey. They, what monkey mouse good god i thought you said monkey mouse it's not that's, like monkey magic weird. no but the the furries it's a very serious thing i met a furry once and she did, did say yeah she did say it's not about, you know, sex. It is, but go on. <laughs> but then she said, "Of course it is. Of course it is. Of course it is." Well, I just took her well, at what word. Is it, what is it I, about? I, I, I was stroking her. Well, what is it about then? 
What is it about? Then? It's just being close to no, another human not. being, isn't no, it? But not. like in the guise of a duck. But but, but you're not, not that close because you've got a ton of fur between you. That's fake. I know, but people are scared of intimacy, aren't they? Why you know. The, why do the costumes have holes where the crotch is? I don't know about that though. Well, did well, he? Go, go to the toilet. Well, I've hosted a few of the events, and uh, that's what happens. And they didn't. They don't get undressed going to the toilet. No. Just so saying. Yeah, yeah, so they've got to have a bit of a hoo-hoo out of it. Fab, Fab Cafe had one on very early on, and I didn't even know what a furry was. I walked in, and they were all there. And I just thought it was some fancy dress thing. Well, and what were they doing? I, I, they were all chatting, having a pint, and they See? were foxes exactly. and cows, and, and there were lots of different creatures and animals. Pull the other one. And I didn't get it, and it looked weird. And I asked some of the bar staff, and one or two of them, I'd had a chat to them and went, listen, it's about this, and filled me in. So then I had a chat with one or two of them. There was a really helpful fox, actually, and he he explained what was going on. And it's very, very serious, the furry stuff. Mm, it sounds it. But it is. You can't tell me it's not It's not about that. It's not about sex in any way whatsoever. Well, of course it is. You, your, your example there, you know, I mean, you said... isn't having sex. He's, he's actually sat with galoshes and chained to somebody's, um, you know, banister or whatever while people piss in his pants and all that. And and he's not having sex, but you can't tell me that's not sexual. Look, I've, I've got no stock in the furry trade. I, I've never done the it. Furry I don't, trade? I don't What's know. What's that, the furry trade? I don't know anything about it, but what you've just explained to me yeah. was you walked into a bar. I did, yeah. And uh, a load of people Ouch, in costumes. An iron bar. Yeah, I were, were were stood around having a lovely chat and a lovely pint, and then you were you met a very helpful fox. I did, yeah. And then what happened? I had a chat about what. what if it doing. doesn't end up with him trying to bum you, well, the problem then is, that sounds like a lovely I, evening. Yeah, I, there isn't a long burn with me when it comes to this because normally somebody would go and have a chat to him, and they could probably spend the whole night and not mention the the obvious thing. But I can last about five minutes before I will then very brutally say, what are you dressed like this for then? And they, they, to be honest, it's not taking a bad weight. And he said, look, uh, it's what we do. We want to feel closer to certain animals that we love. And we dress like this. It's something that's very important to us. And, and there's nothing weird about it. It no. looks weird, but there's nothing weird about it. It's and not then, in a, a zoo kind of way. Have you ever that, seen that documentary? No, I've not. It's uh, a fascinating documentary about the uh, about horse lovers. Um, oh. But unfortunately, they, they take their... Now, this is not there, some... The this is not one of Martin's, uh, you know, under-the-counter things. This is a legit incredibly dark documentary made a couple of years ago. Um, it's really artfully done as well. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean, that sounds... You've that I've made it sound even worse. It in any way. It's called Zoo, and it's about an incident, uh, I'd say, a decade or so ago, <laughs> where uh, a man loved a horse a little too much. And in that animal farm? <laughs> no. That, that that's porno what, movie? That's, that's what, what he's, he's talking, talking about. about. He's, He's just, just been, been sold, sold it by, by somebody, somebody from a home. No, <laughs> it's, it's a rebadged version. It will. It it played at the corner house. This movie. It's called Zoo. Everyone go and watch it. It's it's a really really fascinating documentary. Okay. Uh, yeah, but the the man loved you know a horse a little too much and. Uh, 
Did it show you this? Ended up in a hospital. Did he? The man, not the horse. The horse was fine. Yeah, because the horse was probably enjoying it. Surely, usually girls who, who interact with the horse. Uh, I have no comment. What? The, what? What? Why? I saw what that. If, what, like, the where's animal, these This statistics? animal farm thing was, yeah. was on in someone's house when I went round. It's, it's not the George Orwell one either. I'm not one of these people who likes porn. I don't like watching it. I find it, I find it pretty horrible, a bit minging, to be honest. And they... This thing was absolutely awful. I found out that pigs had curly willies. I found out that that horses they really are that big when they're a guy. And but girls, some girls really, really what I, I mean, they might have been guys doing it. I don't know. I only saw a girl doing something to a horse that I wish I hadn't have seen. So expected a natural. Oh, good God, expected nothing, because I didn't think there was such a thing out there, an actual about minus one. <laughs> I'm really depressed now. Yeah, I know, it's, it's a sad uh, tragedy. Can we talk about some of the yeah, please. Why did you bring this up, Chris? I don't remember doing so. I, I've got no idea Someone what's just did. happened, what rabbit hole we fell down. Oh, God, God there we go again. There you go. You, you fell down a rabbit hole? Uh, some exciting news. Uh, about the big trouble in Little China remake. Oh yeah. This week. Yeah. Yeah. That Turns... We're all waiting for. Yeah. So it's going to star Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, but turns out, yeah. according to one of its producers, mm-hmm. in a little chat this week, uh, that it isn't a remake at all. It's actually going to be a continuation. Oh yeah. Fantastic news. Well, is it? Yes, it's it is. Of course. Involved, then. That makes it a continuation. Is it um, anything to do with John Carpenter? Well, Carpenter's the producer on it, obviously. Yeah, well, they pay, that means that they've paid him to put his name on it. Yeah. Not necessarily. Oh, that okay. didn't happen with Halloween, which is uh, coming October, mid-October. Okay. You know, he's, he's heavily yeah. involved in that. He is, yeah. It's he cannot be asked name on it, writing yeah. anymore. He can't be asked directing. Mm. Uh, he's providing a new score for this new Halloween, okay. as we all know, because yeah. we're working on a um, something at the minute, mm-hmm. aren't we? Yeah, we mm-hmm. are. Yeah, yeah. Your secret project. That's not. No, that's not the secret. No, secret God, no. That's, that's beyond. Oh, it's the whole thing around. Yeah. It involves the whole issue, yeah. Yes. Anyway... <laughs> Why are you throwing shade at Carpenter? He's a very hard-working dude. Yeah, I love the guy. Yeah. You know he's back in Manchester yeah. uh, this year. Yeah. I'm not knocking him. I'm knocking the people that don't have any talent of their own oh, who, who like to get his name on stuff. And I'm not knocking the two guys. I know you're saying these people have pedigree that are coming into this Halloween remake. I get it, but I'm a bit David jaded Gordon with Green Halloween. and Danny McBride. Yeah, yeah they're Halloween. incredible. Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, etc., etc. Remake after remake after sequel after pseudo sequel that takes place after another reboot of another remake, and then you ignore these episodes of it and all the rest of it. I, and, and at the end, you go, Well, which of these movies actually am I allowed to watch now? Which ones have been erased? All of them. It's well, what's fine. The point, then? What's the point? Then? What do you mean? Well, what's well the this point is of doing this is why you should be then? more excited about Big Trouble in Little China, the upcoming version, yeah. because it's going to take place at what? When was that movie released? Nineteen eighty-six. Yeah, yeah, thirty odd years on. Okay. Uh, the rumor is that they're going to get a 
Kurt Russell mm-hmm. back. Yeah. He's going to be well up for reprise in the role of uh, uh, Jack Burton, surely. The Pork Chop Express. Exactly, yeah, dude. I'm all right with that. Yeah. yeah. So why are they just? Why don't they call it something different? Well, they've not released the title yet. You guarantee it's going to be called Big Trouble in Little China. Bigger Trouble in Little China. More Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Well, little Trouble in Big China. No trouble at all in in Little China, directed by Ryan Johnson. Email in. <laughs> Whose title's best? Yeah, there you go. I think Martin might have won that actually. What what was it? Little trouble in Big China. Little a little more trouble in Big China. No, I, I, that's, that's a little better, but a tad more trouble. A fraction, a fraction more trouble. Well, email in at studio at fabradiointernational.com and let us know what your favourite title for that is. We'll have a quick break and we'll be back soon. Analysis Films, the distributors of the controversial box office hit Caligula, now bring you a new challenge. Maniac, no horror that ever froze your blood, no terror that ever pinned you sweating to your seat can prepare you for. Maniac, if you think you've seen it all, you haven't seen anything until you've met the challenge of Maniac. No one under 17 admitted. Starburst Radio. Brought to you by the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. Whether you like it or not. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. Those hands are playing the strangest musical instrument in the world. The only instrument that is not touched by hands. You ask for it. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've got a couple of emails. No way. We have indeed. Loz is back. He's always on. And he's saying, I remember a guy coming around our estate in a dodgy van renting videos. It was the highlight of the week. I remember Uh, these sort of vans. Video van. Yeah. Video van. Blues Brothers was the big film. You see, yeah. Oh, thanks, Loz. I mean, did we? I mean, he must. Loz must have seen that on Twitter or Facebook. You know, yeah. we were asking people to share their VHS memories, weren't we? I don't think we, we mentioned were just it at the beginning of the show. Of, yeah, no, we just said we're going to be interviewing somebody who's opened yeah, a video yeah. store. Yeah, yeah but on, on so, Facebook and Twitter, we did. Okay. Throw that out. So obviously. Oh good. I reacted wrongly then. Yeah. That yes. was good. Okay, and. Um, here we go. Let's have a look now. Uh, we've got Peter Mild, and he's saying, just wanted to say at the moment, I have never known an era with so many bad actors coming through. If you consider the best, the the best, the best action film this year is fronted by a fifty-six-year-old Tom Cruise. Yes, there are a couple of exceptions, but overall, it's dreadful. Unless you count The Rock as the new Robert De Niro. Enjoy your show. What? Thank mm. you, Peter. Uh, Martin's got something to say about this, though, haven't you? Because you were on the set of an action film just last week, weren't you? I was. I was on a set of uh, Avengement, which is due out next year. Okay. Right. Starring? The wonderful UK superstar, Scott Adkins. Now, he's very much an action it was, guru, he, isn't yes, he? Yes, he's, he's done stuff uh, in... China, Japan, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Kung Fu expert. Now, could you see him in, you know, 30 years' time? I don't know how old he is. 20, 20 years' time, he's probably in his 30s, isn't he? <coughs> I think he's going to be too old for the action, then. 
But really? Mm. Well, Cruz ain't. But he doesn't do it. That, that's what uh, Milt you saying over yeah, there. Yeah, but he looked good, though. Yeah. He looked good in that film. He really did. He's... You know, considering that the age thing, yeah, he yeah, looked, he, he looked he great. he doing his own stunts. I mean, I... Oh, who? Oh, you Screw couldn't Screw tell. It. Are you kidding? I, he did enough. Are you joking? Is he having a laugh? I know, I don't know <laughs> what... It, I, I think he does this on purpose. No, but it, no, this, it's not going to be... High-kicking people, he's not going to be... He's not like Daniel Craig, yeah. the big pussy. Daniel Craig was, was in Quantum of Solace and he lost a fingernail and had a week off. <laughs> he also uh, was at the, Just saying. Uh, at the big um, press launch. He was, uh, oh, he, they put yeah. him in a little live jacket, didn't yeah. they? Oh, they? Oh, oh, bless. Oh, yeah. bless as he came up the River Thames That's right. in his little life jacket. Yeah. I'm James Bond now. <laughs> I'm James Bond now. <laughs> that was what happened. On this on this set last week, I was talking to one of the guys who uh, who just filmed a scene with with Scott Atkins, and they're basically hitting each other, and he gets hit over the head with a cricket bat. Okay. And he put his head in the wrong position, and it cracked his nose, and he still was a bit. Uh, the on set uh, stunt guy said, "You're leaking." You're leaking. Get wow. out. Get out. God, that's a term, isn't it? You're leaking. Yeah. yeah. But you're leaking blood, bo- bodily fluids, and Hilly said then oh, bodily fluids that you need to survive. So it's not it's not yeah. that simple, so I saw is lot, it? A lot of fake blood and a little bit of real blood. And a lot of blood, bloodily fluids. I didn't see enough bloody fluids. Bloody, it's hard to say wrong. <laughs> so, to do you know wrong. what? It's easy to say wrong. It's impossible to say right. Bloodily fluids. So when can we expect the full report on uh, Avengement? Uh, pr- probably just before it's due out next next year. But be- start writing it up now, and then then I don't remember it. But before this, <laughs> while you were away, we did a show, and obviously he said, "Well, where's Martin?" And I went, "I've forgotten. He's gone doing a lot of stuff, and it's all good." And then he went, "Oh, it's Fright Fest." No, it's not Fright Fest because I'd I'd forgot it was Fright it Fest. It was Fright Fest, and it was Fright Fest. So. We need you to tell us all about Fright Fest. Give us went your on. highlights, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. I, did, I did two days, or two bits of days. Explain to people who are listening to the show who do not know what Fright Fest is, Fright what Fest it is. is. is Guillermo del Toro called it the Woodstock of Gore. Oh, that's did what he they, know? That's what they put on all their publicity material. How much did that cost? <laughs> no, he's been there. He's, oh, he's, no, I, d- I do have wondered. You know, all right, yeah, fine. You know, it's, it, okay. it's, it, you can feel the great atmosphere when you get there. Yeah. I mean, I. How much did that cost? Well, so I'm only kidding. It's a running gag that, that yeah, everyone's course, only course, saying course, good course. things because they've been paid. Yeah, you know? no, no. Yeah, be I, quiet I, you, now. You should know me. I don't say a lot of good things. He does not. He's no, right no, he d- my, he's, no. Yeah, he's correct there. No, he's not. My lord. <laughs> I like to be the, the antithesis. Is mm. that the right word? Yeah. Uh, since we're all Syphilis. Yeah. You're the syphilis to my enjoyment of all things. Yes, I like to put that pin in and deflate it all. So come on, but tell yeah. us. Well, can I say that one of the people that created Fright Fest is Alan Jones, Absolutely. and Alan Jones was one of the main. What the walking on the air guy? No, that's Alan Jones. Oh right, okay. This yeah. is somebody whose balls dropped slightly more. Even now, several times. Yeah. And he was our main reviewer, and he was with Starburst for the first 20 or 30 years of the magazine, mm. and then went off to do his own stuff. Uh, and one of them of is. Shivers. 
Indeed, yeah, which is the sister, the horror mag- sister horror magazine of Starburst, because you had Starburst TV Zone and Shivers at the time. And don't ask me if I'm bringing any of them back yet, because it's difficult enough to get this magazine out at the moment. I wonder if anybody would want Shivers back, though. Well, there, there you go. Do you want us to do our horror mag again? Yeah, let us know. Let us know, yeah. Yeah. So he was there. He's one of the the main people of Fright Fest. Did uh, you uh, did you play bongo with his bald head? No, I didn't. Why? <laughs> and I, and Why I didn't not? Go disco dancing what? with him either. I can't help it when I see one. I love him. A bald head. I love him. I'm like Benny Hill in that respect. I'm like Benny Hill without the rape jokes. He didn't do rape jokes. He did. He, did. he did. I think he, he did. did, Martin. He did. He did. He did. He, I think yeah. he did. No, I think he did. He did. And I, like, I like him, they did, but they you can't say rape jokes. What were they then? They were just saucy. I'm going to describe one. Don't. Let's move. Let's, okay. I want to hear more about Fright Fest and less about rape. Okay. The, the, the well, there's always one, isn't there? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so it was, uh, great start. Uh, the first film was The Ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was introduced by uh, Steve Oram and Alice Love from Sightseers. Oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Brilliant. They're uh, regulars, apparently, at Fright Fest. So uh, Alice Love wrote and direct, uh, wrote, directed... Uh, Revenge. Yes. Which was great. So did she? was she just an actor, actor in this, or did she... She wasn't... In, they weren't in the film. Oh. They were just like, basically launching the festival. Oh, okay. so they had nothing okay. to do with nothing anything, to do with the range. Just there. No, they oh. got free drinks though. Free drinks, free. Well, that, 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 that goes on to later on after the film. Oh, Rachel was okay. I see. Uh, nothing to write home about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking hell! God. Can you just fucking try, Martin? No, you know, yeah, well, Jesus I'm trying to do Christ. it concisely because I know we've only got sort of. Yeah. Oh, con- concisely. Nothing no. to write home about. You know what, Martin? Oh, okay. Let's get that on the poster, eh? I think Nothing to write home about yeah, that's Martin brilliant, that. Starburst magazine. Yeah, Martin Starburst. Oh, yeah. I also had bad seats because it was like an IMAX oh, screen. Oh, God. <laughs> it was an IMAX screen oh, and it was like Christ. literally underneath it. And oh. then there's we asked you for your highlights. Oh, shit. So I'm, t- I'm going through them. Oh, Jesus. Then we went to the Horror Channel party. Oh, right. What was that was, then? What was, was that like? Drinks. It was in a nice little club. Free drinks, free drinks. Oh, uh, God. Matt Commode was there, Emily Booth. Oh, a the lot, wonderful Emily Booth, a yeah. Lot of directors fantastic. from the, the films that were all over the weekend. Did you get to speak to any of them? I didn't bother. I was speaking to a lot of uh, little directors because that's where my pe- sort of like interest is. What do you mean, little directors? You know, as the independents from the, the small films that. Uh, Right. One of the one of the films we we plugged on our site over the weekend, Ravers. Mm. The directors that were there, and yes. they, they they were Looks really great. they were really pleased with, uh, with our coverage. Mm. Oh, lovely! They, they were all chuffed about it. So they were they showing Ravers at Fright Fest? They were. All oh, right. Did it go down well, or was it nothing to write home about? I didn't get to see that one because I only spent two days. Because I was doing other stuff, obviously. Yeah. You see, you know what? I can't Have you talk heard this, Mike? Because that, this has amused me that much that I can't talk at the he moment. He keeps saying he, he was only there for two days. Now, I want to yeah. do a little bit of math here because you were away for five. I, uh, Where I was, were you? I was there the Thursday and I was there the Sunday. And I did a set visit in between as well. You did, yeah. All right, fair play. What did you do on the other day? 
I had a party in my house. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what did you do on the other day? That's my business. Oh, we want to know. Let's go, go back, back to Sunday, Sunday at Fryfest. You're sharing your own uh, life, though, no, when I don't you do a show like nobody. this. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I see. So, so barriers. Sunday. Await further instructions, which is the film me and Mike did a set visit for. Oh, we enjoyed ago. that great so much. No, I'm day. telling you, it, it was a great movie set as well. It was brilliant. Uh, the entire day was fantastic, and Dave Bradley was amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's the time we interviewed him, and we said, oh, everybody at Starburst loved you playing the first Doctor in the Adventures in Space and Time uh, oh, dramatisation. What do you mean? He's being facetious. Oh, God. That, that's no, that Doug was... Bradley. Oh. Doug Bradley. Right. With the pins in his head. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. Doug Bradley. Okay. No, Alan Bradley. He, he played... Um, <laughs> David Bradley. Da- oh, God. <laughs> Alan Bradley's the guy who got run over by a tram in Coronation Street. <laughs> Look, can you stop confusing me? Right. Stop, stop getting right. Bradley's wrong. My God, right. Dave Bradley... Is, is not Alan Bradley and he's not Doug Bradley. He's no pins and he's no trams, yeah? He played uh, William Hartnell in the documentary about the creation of the Doctor Who TV series and then he was that good at playing uh, him and playing the Doctor in the scenes where he was recreating scenes from the TV show that we said to him, wouldn't you, wouldn't, would you consider actually being in another episode of actually Doctor Who playing the first Doctor? And he went, oh, yeah, of course I would. Oh, I'm glad you all, your readers all enjoyed being that role. He was dead humble. And the other role that he's most famous for is um, Walder Fay in Game of Thrones, yeah? Mm-hmm. Who did the uh, Red Wedding. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's nice for him to be known in a role, I think, where it's nice, child-friendly, really nice. People like him as a hero rather than the guy that did all that. But yeah, he liked both. He was a nasty prick. He's not an he's not a nasty prick and in, in Game real of life, Thrones though. as well. Bloody hell! Yeah, I know. Oh God, you are. <laughs> God, well, there's also you've Harry upset Potter. all the Doctor Who fans listening now. Harry, Harry Potter, Potter was, was the, the only one we didn't ask him about. That's we, the we one actually, he probably forgot about. He probably one. made more money out of that one yeah. because of the nature of it. But it, he, he, he just started the strain. or was just get kicking into the second season of the strain when we interviewed him. Yeah. Which is uh, like a big action part for him. Yeah, and he, he enjoyed that. But his, he, the thing he was most proud of in the interview was him doing... He was in a band with his uh, son, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah, and he was doing pubs. Oh, right. Yeah. He seems quite... Isn't that amazing? It's, that's a lovely That's thing. amazing, yeah, yeah. yeah. He seems a very intimidating kind of character. Um, he, was, he was lovely. We so, would have thought that if we'd have kept him waiting for the interview that he would have been really nasty and bollocked us, but the truth is he went, did the interview and then we wanted a bit more. He went away, did a load of scenes and he was in and he was acting, he was doing vezi, very vezi, very physical roles and then he came back because he thought we wanted to speak to him again and then sat down with us before he went home and, and spent another 20 minutes with us. How lovely. Yeah, and you yeah. don't get that. No, not at all. So, big no. fan. So, 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 I enjoyed, enjoyed that, that film. film. It was it nice, nice to see it finished. Nice I, it I can't wait to see it. Uh, it's a real, it's got a real um, Tales from the, the Crypt Twilight Zone it's, it's very, feel. It's a very Twilight Zone. And it's going to be an ideal Christmas film for people who hate Christmas. Oh, great. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. It is coming out, uh, I think, December time over here. I think October in America. 
So oh, that sounds great. And uh, and then I saw Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah, oh, yeah. which was a lot of fun. Yeah, we which gave is that a, a, a singing and dancing musical zombie thing. Mm. Nice in Scotland. There you go. With um, Paul K, not the garlic bread guy. Before you start getting his name wrong, garlic bread. <laughs> The uh, the Dennis Penis one. Who was also in Game of Thrones? He was indeed. Um, yeah. I, I won't even attempt to uh, uh, say who he played. He worshipped the Lord of Light. He, he, he it's a big it. show, man. It's a big show. Yeah. Lots of people. Yeah. I have struggled with it that much that I think I need to watch it from the beginning again. There's not enough time in the world, is there? Well, there is, because it's not that big uh, a season, is it? I mean, they're like, well, ten. Ten, ten episodes, ten and it's not, yeah. it's and not the, that and bad. And they're 70 minutes each. No, they're no, not they're 70, not 70 minutes, minutes each at all. There are, some of them, some of them, some of them are 60. Don't the manipulate this. Some of them are 70. To your favour, Martin, they're, they're just uh, bang on 50-odd minutes no, a piece. No, I think you'll find. There are there one are, or two yes. that are that. That's yeah. it. These, they're, I think, at the end of the last long. season, that one with the battle with the dragons and the ice and all that, that was a long one. Spoilers. <laughs> if you've not seen it by now, I kid. What can I say? Of course, I kid. What can I say? Um, do you want another little piece of news? Go you, on, uh, and then we and then we'll uh, stuff. Yes. Summer of '84. That was great. I can't wait for that from the directors of Turbo Kid. Okay. Have you seen that, Mike? No, I've not. Wonderful movie. Everyone right. go and check out Turbo Kid. Sort of Stranger right. Things meets uh, the Goonies. That sort of Stranger Things with serial killers. Let's yeah. say that. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was what... released on Friday as well, so it's available now in your homes, video on demand. Okay. What was the festival itself like, though? It was, I mean, it was it great. There was a great atmosphere. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people, you obviously go every year, they all know each other. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't that sort of feeling of it being left out. So if you went to the, the pubs that everybody was in and sat on your own, people would beckon you over and talk to you. Oh, okay. Oh, Christ. It can be done. That sounds a bit scary, that. But, you know, oh, I'm not sure about that. Oh, dear. But... but but for, for me personally, there was I was walking around and there was, there's that person I know on Facebook, there's that person I know that filmed this, they've done directed that. They See, with me, it'd be this is that person I've blocked on Facebook, yeah, this is that person I've got a restraining order against. So it was, it was, it was an interesting experience. Who was the nicest person that you met during the whole weekend? Um, and you can't include the mirror. <laughs> I don't get that. Okay. How can you not get that? You can't include the mirror. I don't think he, he, he oh, he's God not someone sense. that like would I should imagine spends a lot of time in front of the mirror. That sounded <laughs> awful. I was yeah. trying to bail you out. No, oh, I'm, I'm not a I'm not that sort of person though. So what I was getting at was was other than you. No, no, your own that, company. Hell, no, I'm God. Can you imagine? I like my own company sometimes. I like being on my own, but I don't like my own company. That's two different things. Um, Surprisingly, it was uh, Maxine from Horror Channel. She was lovely. Who are the Horror Channel? They're a a wonderful TV channel that show lots of great stuff that we should be watching. And are they showing anything um, that's coming up that our listeners might like to hear about? Now you come to mention it, on Friday, there's the wonderful Inbred. You seen Inbred? I have. 
Alex Shandon's uh, great, great film. With, uh, Dominic Brunt. Dominic Brunt plays uh, a chainsaw-wielding uh, butcher. Very cool. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Joe Hartley, Seamus O'Neill. Anything else? And uh, if you want to one on Saturday, if you're not doing if you're not partying away like you two normally are, Death uh, You can watch Lamberto, Lamberto Barber's Demons. Love it. No, that that yeah. what that's a film. Amazing Set in a film. cinema. Yeah, yeah. Was it anything like your cinema? Uh, oh, I tell you, I used I to work like, at a cinema. You might have mentioned it once. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I used to get vibes because um, you, you, you were put on a clothes uh, when you worked at a cinema and mm. it was just you, a manager who's upstairs counting the cash and another member of staff. And, you know, you're wandering around the corridors and the screens and you're switching the lights off and you, you're getting, as you're clearing all the, uh, all the condoms, uh, all the condoms and, uh, you know, uh, spilt popcorn and the buckets of piss. I wish I were joking. Uh, so you're clearing all that away. Oh, grim. You've heard all these tales before. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but you do, you do, your mind often goes back to that, that you know, the, 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 the demons setting. Yeah. It was such a powerful movie. Mm. Uh, and that, that was a great uh, VHS release as well. Of course it was, yeah. We've actually got a VHS memory. Someone else is... Uh, go yeah. on, because we are going to go to the interview in a minute. Well, well brilliant. That's a lovely little segue oh, then, isn't indeed, it? Yeah. Alan Antimatter, David Geldard. Uh, first three videos I rented from Wasp Video on Hall Street. Now, I love the name Wasp Video. I was a member. You are joking me. No, well, we live next door to each other, pretty much, me and David. So who who is Alan Antimatter? So where was Wasp Video? It was on Hall Street. It was just past the co-op, past the um, emigration in pub, yeah. and it was the first video, sh- one of the first video stores I ever saw in my life. Yeah, and I joined uh, because it had Betamax at the beginning, and it was one of the few stores that had it. And it was dying out a bit. I mean, I, I was fighting against the uh, waves by still having a Betamax. That does not surprise and, uh, me. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And and as you can tell, I was I was visionary then as well. Yeah. I won out. <laughs> so so don't worry about Starburst. Me fighting digital and staying with print. It's going to be fine. So so the first three uh, videos. Go on. Uh, Alan Antimatter rented from what Wasp Video. Yeah. Love it were Gremlins, Airplane, and Sudden Impact. Yeah. Sudden Impact? Sudden Impact really? is a great one because yeah, Dirty Harry had been away for ages. Oh, Clint God. Eastwood playing... I'm what, thinking what? of Sudden Death, aren't no, I, with yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah, and the are. ice drink. Yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, but Sudden Impact, it was a return to a character that everybody loved Clint Eastwood playing and he'd not played for was years. Was Sudden Impact the one with the farting dog? Anyway, he goes on oh, to say, shit, no. it was so exciting at the time. Also remember watching American Werewolf at my mate's house on VHS when we were 12. I yeah. fell in love with yeah. Jenny Algutter. Yeah. And you wouldn't. And you're right to. You're right to. And and on that note, I can recommend the movie uh, Outback. Right. Anyway, there no, you go. Walkabout. Walkabout. Walk shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Nicholas Rogue, I, Nicholas Rogue I, film. I, I, yeah, it is Nicholas Rogue. I do apologise. It's been a long week. 
it's set in the outback, so basically they yeah. could rename it. Yeah, it's Walkabout. And it's a great film. I'm not saying because of that you should watch it. But if, it's, if, it's if you've got anything, film. a little thing, if you've got a little thing for Jenny Agatha, then you should be watching. Railwell Children. Not the Railway Children. Literally, the year after she made the Railway Children, she made Walkabout and she was in the Bollocky Buff. So, yeah, that doesn't. No, the railway good. children, she was playing a character much younger than she was. Yeah. All oh, right. So okay. it's okay. Yeah. I always remember my parents watching American Werewolf in London. I knew they'd rented it out. Oh, and they sake. were watching it downstairs. Ooh. And I must have been, I don't know, I what, see. 17 and or something. And they told you that was, was what all the howling was. <laughs> That's <laughs> what they said all that howling was. All that shaking and the howling. Very funny. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. yeah. There's a transformation going on. It's fine. Some, no, some it was growing anyway. <laughs> this is awful. This is a terrible show. Yes. <laughs> so I always used to remember my mum and dad uh, getting, like, renting video, uh, horror videos out. And I used to, just the sounds of them coming up. For them. <laughs> <laughs> You're making it worse. <laughs> Forget it. Oh, I'm done. God. No, oh, please, please tell us your story. Oh, crap. Right. No, I'm done. Look, let's... I didn't have to see the images to, to get, you know, afraid. I just had to hear the sounds. That's, that's fine. Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. That's the way it's meant to be. That's I knew what was but, happening. But you Bad know Moon Rising, horror, so. it got you into Bad Moon Rising, didn't it? Yeah. Eh? I eventually, once I came of age, I went and investigated this stuff, yeah. I'll bet you did. Yeah. What, you mean the howling and the vibrating? I'm done. Right. Listen, we are going to bring you an interview now with a really fine gentleman that has taken a leap of faith like we have. We're in print and everyone says, what are you doing a print magazine for? It's a waste of time. Everyone wants internet. They all want tablets. What's going on? And we go, no, print's the best. And we still soldier on. And we found a fellow comrade in arms who realises that the high street is missing the old video store. And with us, we've got Andy Johnson from Video Odyssey. And he's a gentleman who set off on a very particular crusade. He's bringing back the video shops of old. And he started with his first premises. It's been open a few months. Um, Hello, Andy. Welcome to Starburst Radio. Hello. How are you guys doing? Yeah, not so bad. Not so bad. So do you want to tell all of us what's what's gone on? Um, What is Video Odyssey? Um, well, it's been dubbed the UK's last video shop. I mean, it's been interesting seeing the um, the news of the last blockbuster in Oregon and, and everything. And we've actually set up a rental shop over here in Toxteth, Liverpool. Um, basically, to keep the, the backstory, the origin story down, I, had a, I kept my old collection. I used to work in a video shop on the Wirral um, when I was a teenager, so I kept the wall displays. And... Um, my dad was downsizing his home and he said the time's come to either take these to the tip or do something with them so uh, we built we built a video shop fantastic so yeah there was a you mentioned that about the last last blockbuster in uh yeah. in, where was it canada it's, i think it's oregon the, the ones in alaska closed down which were the ones that were still kind of doing good business because they haven't got good internet up there but uh there's one left in i think it's portland oregon so you're the second, you're, you, there's literally two video shops in the world now, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. 
So well, we're the only one that's opened in the last 10 years. Um, you know, and we, we're doing all right as well. The thing that surprised me is we obviously hire out VCRs. Lots of my oh. friends told me, obviously, you sit around with your mates when you're about to start something, going, oh, you know, I think it'll be all right. They're like, you're never going to rent out videos to people. But we've had a lot of people in there, a lot of 20-somethings. Um, I'm 39, so it's kind of my era. Um, we've got a lot of people coming in who, who are big VHS fans and are actually taking the tapes out every weekend. It's been great. Yeah, it's all our era as well. I think we're, you know, late yeah. 30s as well, aren't we, guys? <coughs> so, yeah, we... we we'll uh, go with that. We remember the video sh stores very fondly, especially VHS. So yeah. uh, is there a lot of young people coming in then and, you know, because they won't have ever experienced VHS, will they? Um, they they'll not, have just heard like of it, won't they? Yeah, not, not like we did, I don't think. But um, when I was doing my research, I, that's kind of, obviously, things get forgotten in the sands of time, but apparently they were still producing videos and we've got a copy of Harry Potter. All the Harry Potter films pretty much came out on VHS. Um, they stopped producing them in 2004, 2005, I think it was. So, um, yeah, they might just have, they've got that kind of like inkling of it. Right. Um, but not, they didn't experience it like we did. Uh, what I'm finding from conversations with people is that video shops were, were pretty much more important to people than, than, than going to a record shop because you went and it was a family experience. Absolutely. Or you went with your mates on a Friday, didn't you, to pick out your films, whereas music, you go and get your back the album, you take it home, you listen to it on your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that, there's that wave of nostalgia, of, you know, that experience, shared experience that we all had watching those movies. Is it so? Are you trying to cultivate that like community feel? Because I used to work in a video store. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the show before. Just a bit. But uh, I, I spent 12 years working in video stores until they all dried up. Um, oh, yeah. I, I saw so many clothes over the years. It was uh, it was uh, horrendous. It's heartbreaking. But when I used to well, work Blockbuster there, Blockbuster came in and closed them all down. Really, didn't it? Blockbuster took away all element of competi friendly competition. They did. Yeah. And they also did. the studios as well introduced that. Um, uh, rent. There was two types of uh, video you could buy. Uh, one for the retailers uh, that you yeah. know uh, punters could buy, and then it, they the studios forced video stores to um, pay over the odds for rental copies. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. And that was kind of the death blow. That was the end then. It was, yeah. uh, which is a shame because I think a lot of people have fond memories of of that physical connection. For me, it kind of died when DVDs started yeah. being introduced to the ones that were surviving because it just wasn't the same in many ways because um, it's that kind of digital v analog argument that we could or debate that we could have. Um, but, yeah, we're certainly trying to build a community around the place because uh, what a lot of people aren't realising is that we've got a, a members bar and a cinema in the back. Oh, wow. Um, we're actually based at a purpose-built TV studio called Toxted TV. Um, not far from the city centre, but, you know, TV shows can get made here, and we've converted that studio into a cinema. Um, and so people are coming in, and they go, oh, I had no idea this was here, because they're kind of, you know, they've heard uh, people going on about your video shop, but in the back we've got 12 arcade machines, vintage arcade machines. Which oh, that sounds awesome. Well, um, yeah, you might be. Well, being yeah. the editor of Starburst magazine, I'm used to being involved in a business in a declining market. I mean, we're doing a print edition of a magazine, a movie magazine, at a time when everybody's rushing to get movie news from the internet. And, yeah. I mean, I, they, we do okay. We're, we're very, very niche in what we do. We go for an audience of a slightly older crowd. I mean, how realistic is this? Do you think that Video Odyssey will survive and do you think it will be able to prosper? I mean, it's an interesting point, isn't it? I think 
people, just like with magazines, people do crave to have that physical connection with something that they're into. Uh, and I've got, I've got a whole host of Starburst magazines in my collection. I always used to get the ones that came out with any red, any red dwarf uh, yeah. image on the cover. That was, <laughs> I went, I went straight down the shop for that. Um, but it's it's an interesting one. I mean, obviously, if I was setting up a video shop that was and the business was predicated just on renting out VHS, I think the, the simple answer would be no. <laughs> mm. um, but I suppose we're dealing in a nostalgia uh, in terms of people coming in our walls at eight foot high. And you kind of it's, it's it's always pleasing to me to see people's reaction when they come in because it, it's it's literally like time travel. Yeah, Because um, yeah. you won't have experienced what that's like for such a long time. Um, but we're also cultivating like the membership, so you pay to join up for a membership, and that gets you into our members area where there's the arcade machines, which are all on free play, um, and that's that's kind of word of mouth spreading on that, and it's and it's doing okay. And then of course partnering it up with a, a cinema, it's basically I think we're we're looking to develop the cinema side of things, put on mm. weird and wonderful films that you won't see in a lot of places, or you might not have seen on the big screen for a long time, uh, and so the video shop is very much kind of playing into that is an aesthetic at the entrance for the cinema um so i'm hoping that that will catch on and, and people certainly like him what they see so far well, i'm blown away with what you're telling me it sounds a brilliant brilliant project and i can only wish you all the best with this because this if you survive it it's helping us to survive it's we're yeah. we're an endangered species we've got to stick together us us film geeks <laughs> yeah Indeed. absolutely yeah. you say you've got a, a, a bar there do you serve booze well, yeah, that's the um, that's that's another thing. You know, obviously, you can have various different revenue streams, haven't you? So, I mean, I mean Starburst mm. uh, doing events as well is a great thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I'd love to get you guys over here to do a podcast because we've got that studio. It's soundproof that we're using for the cinema. We could also oh. use it for podcast events, and that's what we're going to try and do is do those kind of like audio, evening with like film creators, filmmakers, uh, and you know, people like good people like yourselves. Oh, um, we'd love to come so, over. We'll do it. Especially if this booze. <laughs> There's the magic word. I'm only kidding, of course. <laughs> so do you, what other formats do you stock then? Is it just VHS? We, are, we literally are just VHS oh, at wow. the moment. Um, because, you know, we're purists here. Uh, and, I mean, I've got, my own, I've got my own DVD collection, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not that weird. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're, we're literally stocking VHS and I think people are enjoying that aspect of coming in and taking that home and... Uh, you know, as we say, we had a couple of girls come in who, who like you said before, aren't familiar with it, yeah. uh, to take out a, a VCR and have that experience of what it was like. It's the same with retro gaming, isn't it? You know, people kind of want to look back to the past and experience what, what other people had when they were young and know what they're into now, where that came from. Well, it's a wall of wonderful artwork, isn't it, as well? Yeah, that's a real lost art, isn't it? The yes. whole artwork on the cover of VHS. Yeah. I mean, we we live in an age now where you know we we get back home, you fire up the TV, and you've got um, pretty much every title you've you could ever want, you know, yeah. uh, ten times what a video store uh, could stock. But it feels, you know, when you're browsing through Netflix or Prime, mm. it's a soulless experience, isn't it? When back you're just at, looking at it, yeah. Sorry, just looking at thumbnails, aren't you? And quite often exactly. you don't get, you don't actually pick anything because you spend half an hour just scrolling. It's, yep, that happened to me last night. But, you know, that half an hour you used to spend in the video store was a joyous experience, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. You know? And, um, yeah. Fantastic. Well, we're, um, we're all, I've already, I mean, I consider myself a film buff. Uh, obviously, yeah, I have my own collection, but 
some of the guys who come in here and join memberships can blow me out the water. So I'm already getting lots of recommendations for films and I must bring this in for you to watch. And that's the kind of thing that I used to enjoy about working in a video shop when yeah, I was young, too. you know. And yeah. I, I can see that happening with the members as they come in, they'll all be sharing with each other. Have you ever seen this? And we're encouraging members and, you know, people to come along they could actually help us with programming our, our, our films that we're putting on in our screen superb well so, comic uh, books comic book stores are still around i'm not saying they're thriving but they're still around yeah. and the ones that are doing well um especially in manchester there's one called traveling man and it and it does very well because the staff know every aspect of it and when you're wandering around these comic books and graphic novels they'll you'll see post-it notes on the shelf that says if you like this comic book this is the same artist and it's the same sort of vibe and I think that's great. And I think if that's what's happening over there, where you've got movie gurus who are helping younger people discover new directors and, and undiscovered classics that they've never seen before, I think that's wonderful. Yes, it's exactly what we're looking to encourage with various um, you know, kind of members' events. And we've also got some guys coming down from Scotland who run a festival called the HS Trash Fest. And they're here on the 21st and 22nd of September, and they're putting on some movies. <laughs> well, they put Reanimated 2 is the only one I've heard of. Um, well, they're putting some tremendous movies on, playing them on VHS cassettes. And apparently we're going to have, like, 30 or 40 hardened VHS heads here doing a tape swap and everything, so I just can't wait for that. <laughs> right. you know, like, I'm going to pick up a little bit more films here that I've never seen. And we've been inundated with donations as well, which has been great. I mean, just this weekend we had 600 tapes and... 35 CRT TVs donated. My word. So, uh, we're, we're, we're suffering for space, but we're getting ourselves quite in a collection. Um, that's wonderful. I can see us being almost being like a library for kind of, you know, videotapes and films uh, that didn't come out on, on a digital format and you can only watch them on a tape. Um, you know, so that, we're, that was one of our one of my guiding principles. You know, we're on a mission to save film in, in many ways. Those, mm. those tapes and films that, that could go missing if they all go to landfill. Well, see, some of these were never released in any other format than VHS, and they go. They, some of them go for good money on uh, eBay. So it's it, you know the people are aware they're worth something collectively, but uh, yeah, yeah. Be, be playing them and actually watching them—that's the key to get these movies at some point it would be nice even though you're dedicated to the vhs it'd be nice if some of these were stored digitally just in case i would think oh yeah definitely i mean you know we'd be well open to actually kind of transferring them onto some kind of digital format that people could then download or, or what have you we've already had people saying can you transfer my old tapes onto you know family memories right. as well as something that is sure. being lost aren't they because they're all all those old family films are on on vhs people's attics and whatnot so right. yeah but i'd definitely be up for that sometime thought to doing but yeah what's the most popular movie that you've uh, discovered since you've uh, embarked upon this what's the one that everybody's been going on about that they've discovered uh, you know what a lot of people are coming in and, um, and and kind of looking for uh showdown in little tokyo and <laughs> little, little of all movies Cannon. wow yeah i know they're really kind of coming in and We've had a couple of people message us, have you got this? Rawhead Rex is another one. Yep. Um, you know, there's some, but, but we've got, at least I started off with my collection, which was just under, let's say, 500, I think it was. And um, we're already we're already at over 2,500 tapes. So oh, and that's, it's literally our eighth weekend of being open this weekend. So, you know. Okay. What do you do about the yeah. temperature and where you store them? I mean, they, they're quite delicate compared to digital, aren't they? That's true. 
Um, well, basically, if you keep them anywhere in, that's like you say, decent temperature and away from an exterior wall, then mm. they're uh, they're safe from the dreaded mold. Yeah, which, which sees them off. But like I say, we're meeting loads of really wonderful characters coming in. I've got a guy who can clean mold off any tape. Please promise me. Wow. Um, <laughs> apparently, they're all they're all saveable. You know what I mean? And then I had another guy on the phone who was eighty three who promised me uh, like a, a parcel of old uh, equipment to transfer films to. to to digital and whatnot, and um, he was saying that you know if you have a tape in a hundred, hundred or two hundred years time, if you know what you're doing with a magnetic strip, you'll be able to get that tape to play. Whereas you know if you've got all your films on the cloud, you can't necessarily guarantee that, can you? So. No. no. Well, once the apocalypse comes, you know, and wipes out the cloud, we're all screwed. Everyone we will are, be yeah. scrabbling back to the days of VHS, that um, <laughs> gobbling up the, yeah. all the physical, yeah. So, yeah, keep your fingers crossed for uh, an apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been great chatting to you, Andy. Are there any other things coming up or anything you want to tell our listeners to look out for? Yeah, um, we've got a couple of good films come up. One at the end of the month, so we're doing a regular creature feature. So we've got Godzilla 1985 uh, at the end of September. Um, and then we've got music... Um, films on once a month and quizzes and whatnot so if people wanted to check out our program events we're on facebook and twitter and instagram um and our website is, is videodyssey.com so yeah just check us out and, and come and say hello it'd be great fantastic one last question before you go andy yeah and it's it's from me uh have you got anything under the counter <laughs> something for the weekend sir um <laughs> Just in this recent donation, uh, there was a few naughty tapes. In it. I mean, there's, there's, there's several boxes that I haven't opened, but the, the couple that I did, I've, I've already got some naughty tapes in. So, um, you know, if you fancy coming over here, you know, I lost well, something to do. I'm sure we can hook you up with anything you want. Excellent. And Chris has got one, too. So, so. Uh, have you got any jobs going? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, come over. Anybody who likes, who likes honking big boxes of VHS around is welcome here. Wicked. I'll get my CV in later. Uh, Andy, yeah. it's been a pleasure, and we wish you all the best from Starburst magazine, and we'll be over to see you very soon, sir. Great, look forward to meeting you all in the flesh. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye. Alexander. Okay, take care. Bye. I know you love me. Tell me. I know you do. I know it. Uh, I'm curious, because I'm old-fashioned. Did I use my old-fashioned technique? He kissed me all over. I'm going crazy. Come here. I can't control myself. You drive me out of my mind. There's nothing like love when it hits you for the very first time. Nothing like love, unless you're 51 and your wife uh, blossoming 17. It's crazy. It's baby. It's also sexy. And it's called Come Home and Meet My Wife. If you remember last tango, you'll love Come Home and Meet My Wife. Come home and meet my wife from SJ International in color, rated R. No one under 17 is made without fear. Starburst Radio. Winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Awards. Embrace the Alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. Mm. So... That was a nice interview. It was great, yeah. 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 Nice chat. Yeah. And when we long, going? long live Videosity. Oh, Videosity. That was I got the name year. wrong again. I got it wrong during the interview, and I was determined to get it right when I came back. 
and it's videosi. No, it's not. You tried too hard. Oh, God. Fuck. Look, Andy, we'll, we'll turn up at your shop. And we'll, we'll get it we'll right. We'll clean the toilets. We'll do whatever you want. What's the shop called again, Martin? Videosity. No, it's not got a C, is it, has it? Videosity. Oh, look, you're making it worse. Do we have any emails? Uh, Chris, what? what's it called? Videodicy. Yes. Yeah, because you can say the S is without a T. Fantastic. Emails. Richard, Ro- Richard Robinson is saying, Hi, oh. guys. I'm wondering if the new Little Big China film that's a way of describing it. Yeah. Will be based on the Old Man Jack comic. I've read it, actually. He says he's never read it, but remember hearing about it last year. It was actually a few years back, that. And it's a good comic, and I don't think it will be, no. The, was these it people Dynamite tend to, Comics? It was, was it? Dynamite Comics, yeah. I've got the first issue. Yeah. I'm actually currently reading their James Bond comics. Oh. Yeah. And? Um, they're brilliant. They're, they're not the Bond... Are they as good as... Uh... Charlie, not Charlie Brooker. Oh, fuck other. off. I know what Charlie you're going to say. Hickson. I'm not, interested, not interested in the uh, young Bond Silverfish. Yeah, not interested. It's rubbish. That's nonsense. Right. They are doing a James Bond that's a modernised version of the James Bond from the novels. They don't use the stuff from the movies. They do their own version of it. And you know what? It's pretty damn good. Does and it, sh- yeah. Does go it on. stack up against... Um, uh, young Bond, you know, the animated Yeah, it series. does in the way that it shits all over it from a great height, yeah. Um, Shelley is saying, Hi, Mike, just tuned in. Good to hear your velvet tones. Bloody We've no. got velvet tones. I That's didn't know you. that. Just you. I had no idea. With your pronunciation. So, JJ Francis, oh, are you having another go at me? What did you just hit then? I don't know. I don't, because I, the I entire studio shuddered. I just, like... Scooched up to the desk Good and I hit God. my knee on the. Well, we need to pole. not scooch. He's trying to knock. Yeah, we need to well. cut the scooching out. Yeah. Um, JJ Francis is saying hi, Mike, and the rest of you guys, inc- including the rather giddy Chris. Giddy Chris. Has he had that drink that gives you wings? Question mark. I do not buy your magazine every month. <laughs> Go on, you're supposed to back me up when I do that. Oh, no. no okay, fair enough. Hair him off. But when I do, I really enjoy it, especially the last issue. What have you got coming up from the next for the next one? Also, can you comment on The Preacher? I have not heard you say much about this amazing series. How can you say that, JJ? I just gave it a shout-out last week, didn't We've I? It's one of the only things creaming that our pants about oh, this show. Oh, come on, man. I, yeah, you know I hate it when you do this. What? You just, just infuse enthusiasm. Uh, you know, you... You, you, you crossbreed it with sexual. Uh, no, I, I was know. trying to it's, be an, like an, an upbeat radio presenter. Is that what you meant? Because uh, uh, I'll take that if that's what, what you cream meant. What cream in your? I don't hear Chris Moyles talking about cream in his pants. Oh, yeah, well, he's on. Movie. He's on early in the morning. Okay, and we're Steve on. Steve Wright. Then, if if somebody would Steve, laugh, are you comparing? Uh, hang on, Martin. Just wait a minute. What are you comparing me to, Steve Wright? Yeah. 
No. Fuck you. Of course not. Right. Listen. <laughs> hey, you know he's Steve not. Wright's an arse wanker. He's he's an absolute pair of clown shoes. I don't know. Do you, do you know what I mean, though? I mean, I've no, never, I I've don't. never sat there like loving uh, like Indiana Jones or something, and I'm going, oh, God, yeah, I've got a real urge right now. I've got a, a bulge in my I'm pants. Trying to, I'm trying to be upbeat. I've got a bulge in my heart. An erection is positive, right? So when you <laughs> have one, like, like, oh, I'm trying to think now. Like, you remember um, when no. you were young and you watched something in a movie and then that had happened? Well, the, you didn't think that was a bad thing, did you? I don't, anyway. I don't understand. About what? Erections? No, you, or movies no. when you're younger? Just move on, man. I, I don't I'm going like on from erections. All. Right, it's okay. The, you know what it reminds me of? What? In the days when uh, Harry Knowles could yeah. actually, you know, show his face. Uh, because that, that guy's gone, hasn't he? I don't think anyone listening to this show knows, knows who he is. Harry Knowles was a world-famous internet critic. Like you. Film critic. Yeah, no, like not you. like me at no, all. Like no, he, he I don't a, go around on a little scooter. He was a self-made one, he, because he had one of the first websites that sort of did, did. did the gossip. He was incredibly powerful in the industry, but if you ever read his reviews, they were always so base. And they always just use sexual metaphors for enjoying a, a, a movie. And I just never understood it. They were grotesque. If anyone wants grotesque. to... Grotesque. No, they were. Okay, grotesque. go. Grotesque. I'll actually agree with him on this one. Anyone who's interested, go to his most famous one. It's the in, it's the review of Blade 2 that he wrote oh, yeah. upon its release. Uh, and my God, the, the whole thing is a metaphor for going down on a woman. It's, okay. Which is something it's, he'd, he'd not done, obviously. Exactly. Looking, that, looking at him. Well, that's not my point, but yeah. it's... He was in a wheelchair, is, though. We didn't have uh, that as far point, to when go. He, when he first started the website, he wasn't, but he, oh, was, right. he was obesely fat. Oh, OK. Is that why he's in the wheelchair? Yeah, pretty much. Because he kept eating? Yeah. Is that I, you I, saying that? Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's what I'm aiming for. OK. I'm worried about this episode. This is really shit, because we're having a go at everybody who's got a problem. Any more emails? Uh, no, there, there isn't. And oh. uh, Simon's here, and he just says, "So glad you are back." At times, it's real. Lol. Um, Almost. So another little bit, bit of news. You know how you were complaining early yeah, yeah. on about like the endless remakes of this and that, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre has been rebooted over and over. And where, where do you stand? So to get away from that. I love the way that you make it sound like, oh, you know, how you're saying all that stuff. But really, deep down, you think, oh, he's just an arsehole because he's just he's expecting everybody not to make any more movies after a certain point to so, cash in. So this week, Legendary Pictures, you know, the uh, the, the fine people behind uh, Kong, Godzilla, Pacific Rim. The Batman movies when Nolan was involved and maybe now they're still on there in front of DC. I don't know. Are they involved in the new DC universe? I don't think so. Don't matter anyway. That that just muddies my point. They've uh, snagged the rights to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So... Here we go so, again. So yes. expect more adventures from uh, Leatherface um, despite nobody giving a single shit anymore. Write something. 
original. Go home tonight. If you are even thinking of getting anywhere in this game, go home tonight. Have a look at all the stuff you enjoyed as a kid, by all means, or as a teenager, or as somebody uh, finding the way in the world that Im- made an Im- impression on you. And then have a look at all that stuff. And by God, you are welcome to dive into those emotions and into those ideas. But please, 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 can you write something new? Please, that's all I'm asking. Just write something this, new if you want to make a bloody movie. You just presented a problem there, though. Oh, yeah, I did, didn't I? you're telling people now to, if they want to be in this industry, go and write something original. However, what we're seeing time and time again, and that you're acknowledging, is that the studios don't want anything original. Well, you don't so involve them. So I would advise them, everyone a, listening who wants to be a screenwriter to go home, look in your uh, through your uh, videos or pop down to your local video shop hopefully uh video yeah. odyssey uh, 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 yeah video go, odyssey. To, go, to go to liverpool, liverpool. Go, go to that, that video, video shop. shop yes and uh, browse through that horror section find those movies that you uh, once loved uh or even saw a flicker of potential in there you know these movies like chud I mean, who can argue that Chud is a good movie, really? But you know that Chud is ripe for a remake, yeah? So Chud is ripe? Yes, it is. Good. Yeah. Okay. And go remake that. And then go sell it for God only knows how much money. There we go. Be cynical about it. You know I'm being facetious, right? I do, I do. But I really, really, really am sick of all of this i'm just so sick of it all and if you knew like how many times i'm putting issues out now full of crap that i don't care oh, about come on yeah. man that's no not i don't true. That's I, not no true. no i care about that's a lot true. of the stuff that's in every issue we put out but there's some stuff in there no matter what you say or what you do and i am not alone in this i in fact i am the least offender in print publications out there in the uk i feel bad Everybody else should be ashamed of the crap they put in their magazines. The people that put the content into SFX, the people that put stuff into Sci-Fi Now, even uh, Total Film, the only one I'll slightly give a pass to is Empire, but they've still got to book their ideas up because the last couple of issues, like I say, you've got to try to nurture something new and do something new. And I'm so sick to death of everybody just being in a little cocoon, in a little bubble. I like horror movies. I like these horror movies. So I just want to see a remake of this, a remake of that. And and I'm so sick to death of all of it. I'm, as you probably gathered, I'm so sick of all these conversations about who's going to be Bond? Is he going to be black guy? Whatever guy, whoever guy. John a girl, Jane Bond, whoever. I'm, d- 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 make another character up. Do something else that's going to catch fire. See, this is the problem, though, Mike. You're in this business. Yeah. This is what you're going to be bombarded by, and you will have to deal with every single day. Are you now feeling too old? No, because... Because because I see this in a lot of people people around me. They're fatigued. I'm not as old as a lot of people in this game, and and they are just carrying on and carrying on. When I feel too old, I will quit, and I will quit as editor of this mag, and I'll go it's and I'll do an, something it's else. Not, it's not just you know, an age thing. I'm talking about because... Do you feel too old? 
I know, exactly. it doesn't mean are you too old. It exactly. means do you yeah, feel yeah, too old. Yeah. No one, I get it. You can have a 25-year-old who feels too old. Are you still um, enjoying movies and TV? More than them not enjoying them. But it wouldn't take much to push it to the oh, other extreme. God, that, and, that and, breaks and, my heart uh, to hear but, you say but, that. But I always find a... Every month I find a movie to concentrate on, to focus me up, myself on, and then pull myself out of this. You and know, I, I do, I see a lot of movies that, that and you know, and I'm not being funny, like like even um, Friday just gone, we saw, we spent our day, me, me and Chris spent our night on a, uh, we, we saw a movie about uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. We did. But I hadn't seen it before. What was it called? Apostasy. Videos. Apostasy. Oh, yes. Uh, Apostasy. And I said it right first time. Yeah. Good good for you, because I could not remember the name of that movie. it's a running theme tonight. We can't say any bloody anything that's not simple. Maybe next time we should get very drunk and we might be able to say things right. Yeah, that that might be it. Because when we've actually done this show drunk, we've been fine. Mm. We've not done this. Anyway, but yeah. but I'm just saying I I don't want to diss anything that we're into, but I just wish that there was more bloody originality out there. I really do. And I I'm think sick it's of there. seeing I, remakes. I'm 100 behind you on that. You know. But again, though, I, I think it's out there. You just have to seek it. <laughs> don't let the it, multiplexes. It, it, it's the mainstream that's you. getting it all down. Of course. Yeah. They're still wildly original. Stuff well, being made every single day, and let's at the end of the day look at your TV habits now. I know that's will have eclipsed your excitement of, and I think this goes it goes for most people these days, which is sad. Mm. Your TV habits now, mm. you're more excited about what's coming up, yeah, uh, through Netflix, through uh, Disney Play, <laughs> Mouse Flicks, Mouse Flicks, yeah, TM. You know what I mean? Prime. They haven't paid me yet. Uh, then what's coming up in the movie calendar? Yep. I mean, I'll raise my hand. I, I yep, that's 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 me. Mm. I think that's everyone in the room. Yeah, Martin, have you got your little pour up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's TV, isn't it? It's TV. Oh, it's what's happened? Things in it. Oh well, God. Well, oh God. To try and pull us out of this. We've got some emails. Yeah. Tony Hall says, "Great interview, but try watching a porno on VHS." Then try it on Blu-ray. If you really prefer the VHS, then you are a real pervert. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a. That's the quote of the I've night. I've got a. I've got a. I've got a. <laughs> That's great. I've got to give kudos to that. Yeah. Shelley says VHS. I really don't think so. After spending eight hundred or so pounds on an all singing, all dancing TV. Does he really think people would go back to that? So you thinking that Andy might have made a mistake there? Well, that's fair enough. I okay. think I think the problem is, hang on, the people people always misjudge the, the value of nostalgia. Look at the way uh, records have come back. Yeah, vinyl to these kids nowadays. I um, yeah, you know, and it's not about the sound quality because we've yeah. had that debate. They're playing it on a thirty quid bloody. Can I say, he said, if you remember Mm. in the interview, Andy said he was he had people 
bringing CRT monitors in yeah. and stuff, yeah, to watch this stuff on. They're watching it on appropriate stuff, yeah. trying to relive the never... experience, yeah. Also, Andy is not trying to convince people to go over to VHS. No, no. way, he's, no. He's not, what, he's, what he's cultivating here is that old-school yeah. video shop vibe. Mm. Not necessarily about the products, it's about the people. Well, here we the go. If I say it, this, right, Shelley, come over with us in about three weeks' time. We'll go over to to his uh, his outlet. And oh, God, we she will... could be a mental. No, she might not be. She sounds all right. And um, and we'll go and we will watch a movie in his place and we'll see what we think. Why are you making these wild promises I'm for? just saying I'll do that. That's all right. All right, you do. Let Why me know not? how it goes. No, you come as well. It's all right. Holly, she'll, she'll bring a fairy costume. Holly is saying, "I'm getting rid of the Sonus Bluetooth and going back to using 78 RPM vinyl. Not for me, Mike, but he sounded like a nice man. He was a ruddy, lovely bloke. Shit, I didn't even get the fact you were taking the piss then, Holly. But yeah, nicely but, done. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not about. It's, it's not, not. Nobody's trying, trying to sort of convince everybody that that VHS no, is the way forward. And then that's in the in the yeah. middle exactly. of chaos, in the middle of a night, and you've got to admit, tonight is a night of chaos, yeah. And it's a night of everything all over the place. And then there's a lone, a lone voice of sanity to pull you Shaft back, of light. yeah, to get you back on that road, get you back where you need to be. Alan Gent emails in. Any news on the Orville coming back? Important. It's yeah, it's coming. There we go. Well, you're great, you. How? What do you mean? No, you're good. You're yeah, good. It's you coming. Good. It's Radio coming. House. I, I, I like that. Fingers on the pulse. Yeah, there'll be a lot of people waiting you? to find out How what's going you? on. The, the, the Orville will be yeah. back later yeah. this year. Good, good. Uh, okay. I would, I would say around October time. So, what was it like the first season? Then? I didn't watch it, mate. No, why not? Didn't watch it. Why I'm not, not a fan of sex, sex, sex McFarlane. <laughs> sex McFarlane. Do you not like him? I don't. Do you not like? Is it the sex or is it the McFarlane? You know what? It's yeah. It both, both. <laughs> This is not the best show we've ever done. Well, ironically, my brother's texted me and said, best episode ever. Oh, that might have been before this bit, though. Probably, yeah. Oh, cheers, Ross. So, so, yeah, okay. anyway. So, we've no emails now, we're nothing. We've, we've, got, we've got 15 minutes it's now. It's fine. Right. Did you hear, okay, another little bit of news then? Yeah. yeah. The Orville. Oh, it's not back the Orville, come on, it's coming back it's this got year. I don't have season. a date yeah. in front of me. Yeah. When you two are talking, I'll, okay. I'll secretly. Okay, well, 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 can I, can I throw some in then? Well, that, was, that's on, yeah, on, 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 on message, yeah? Can I say that Orville, of all the things that you thought, would happen when Seth MacFarlane does an obvious copy of Star Trek and then CBS, who are who used to be the same arm that made the show before Paramount and uh, Viacom split up and all these business things happened, you'd think, oh, my God, Seth MacFarlane, he's going to get sued, isn't he, at some point? Uh, he's obviously doing some copy of Star Trek, but, yes, Star Trek Discovery, CBS... I've got a lawsuit that looks pretty certain to bring the show off the air. Yeah. Okay, who? Um, CBS. Who's? Star Trek Discovery. 
Right. They've got a lawsuit. And Against it looks like, the Orville? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Orville, they've just been cheeky and done a little Star Trek parody and done a little tap dance. And I know, it's just come back to me as well. It's just come back to me. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's yeah. December. Oh, yeah. Yeah, season two's December. Yeah, it it just may not even it may not even see the light of day, or they may put it out, but they may owe every penny to these people. Nonsense, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Okay, Par- go parody on, law. Oh yeah, no, it's not. No, nope. no, it's not. No, they can't get round no, that. No, I'm I'm. You know what I do, and you know what my background is, and I've looked at this Assassin. case, and they're at, <laughs> no barrister. Oh, and the oh, that, and oh right, okay. Yeah. Saps knows, the other one, like yeah, uh, Martin yeah, yeah, informed yeah, yeah. me earlier yeah. today. No, yeah. they're absolutely fucked. This, this person sent a copy of the game that they'd made to the directors who were putting together Star Trek Discovery and the game had the fact that they were transported through space and time instantaneously in a starship by a a race of tardigrades. Dude, and it was cares? six. Yeah, no, that's no, the bullshit. show. That's the show. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. That's the you show. know why. You know that's why. The show. So yeah, but he yeah, created a board game without no, licensing no, no, the IP. No, 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 no. No, it didn't. No, don't. No, let me stop you before you you put yourself in a bad situation that's fine. here. Right, the. This is not some board game. He made a video game that sold lots and lots of copies, and the Tardigrade is an invention of his, yeah? The main story topic of Star Trek Discovery was in this video game. You're going to have to go slower because I'm getting confused, and I think uh, like the listeners will as well. Who? The tardigrade no, no, no. is the is the creature that allows them to travel through space instantaneously, which is the whole point of Star Trek Discovery. But what was yeah. this video game called? It was um, it was called something else, but it featured the entire uh, story of Star Trek Discovery. So it wasn't a Star Trek video game. No, it wasn't. Okay, so it was a, some self-made IP. It was, yeah, yeah. And the tardigrade featured in it. Uh, no, the the entire story of season one of Discovery was the game. So I'm not joking. I'm know, not joking. That it's Orville? that close. I'm just saying that isn't it amazing that the Orville oh, they're getting are away obviously, with it. and they're getting away with right, it because right, right. they were just having a cheeky little joke. But the people who are perceived to be the keepers of the flame here have gone and ripped off someone's video right, game for for a season arc and then based the entire show on it. So the game yeah. came first. Yeah, the game came first. Right, that's the bit we're missing. No, seriously, Chris, the game came first. Do you believe that? Yeah, I do. I massively do. Do you believe I know it's true. Like I a, do know it's true. A room full of Star Trek writers. No, would... it wasn't. It was done when they sacked what's his face Brian from Fuller. Brian Fuller and he went and the two guys that took over they one of them had, and they proved this in the depositions by the way one of them the guy bought the video game and then they redid Brian Fuller's entire story synopsis for the first season and it was basically that game right that sounds crazy to yeah me. but if you ripped a video game off for the content of the next issue of Starburst, I'd just go, yeah, okay. 
Because I trust you. Uh, I don't understand what that means. Oh. I mean, explain it to him. No, I know, but... No, 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 no. If... I'm saying that when you trust people, you yeah. don't look at what they do sometimes. And, and those guys were trusted more than Brian Fuller. Mm. So when he decided to get all exotic and, and do something clever with that property, they went, no, you've got to go see you. And then they got two people that they trusted in. But if you're going to plagiarise something, don't you think, for starters, uh, step one, it's plagiarized. change the name? It's not. They, they have changed the name. To what? Videodicy? No. Oh, God. <laughs> let's, right. let's, this is getting out of control now. That that story. Do you want to do one bit of news? I've got to do the tweet. Hey, do the tweet. Yep. I've got uh, plenty of news though. But this is this is could be contentious as well. Uh, David Geldard, Alan Antimatter. Are you all optimistic about the impending series of Doctor Who? And how do you feel about the rumours about it leaving its traditional Saturday evening slot? It's going to Sunday. It's on Sunday. That'd be a better home for it though, surely. Will it? I mean, Saturday night is surely um, it's uh, for variety shows. It's... It used to be sort of like summer summertime special, and and then you'd get Doctor Who. You'd get the sports results. You get yeah. the, get the pools. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get who's... Uh, the Roadrunner show in the Disney Hour. Yeah. Who's tuning into on uh, on Saturday anyway? Like to terrestrial TV. There are a lot People of Doctor like Who fans and. Uh, Shitty singing. There are a lot of Doctor Who fans who are going, oh, Sunday, that's cool. You know, there's a lot of dramas released on Sunday and they do well, but no. It's always been about Saturday with Doctor Who. Right. But it's the, always uh, been Saturday, and then no got, matter it what. It got binned off to Thursday during McCoy's. No, period. Tuesday, it, Wednesday. Was it Tuesday, Wednesday? And then it got, um, it, 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 and it lost out to, um, to Coronation Street and EastEnders, you know. You you couldn't win. Now, if they put it on on Sunday, that may do okay. That may be fine. It depends on what time on Sunday. If but it's after, if you Sons could of Prey, put that on, at, if you could put that on at seven o'clock on Saturday and get away with it, you would. Yeah, there's virtually nothing on the other side at that time. Isn't there's it? a uh, it's a backwards move. Who knows what's on the other side? Do you you're telling me, guys, sitting in here? Yeah. You are you telling me that you watch anything no. on terrestrial TV? No, these but days? I'm aware of habits because yeah. I need to be aware. But you've broken them. I don't. I never had them to exactly. break. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I Martin, never had them to I'm break. Never a habity person. Yeah. So. What? You're not a habity person. Might be a hobbity person, but I'm not a habit. Harry <laughs> What was that? That's um, Lord of the Rings, the uh, Hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith has yeah. got a, uh, a daily DC show gig. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What's D- that then? D- on DC Universe. Okay. Uh, How many times is he going to plug Weight Watchers on it? He, it, look, he's very proud of what he's done, what he's achieved. How much are they paying him? Pardon? Weight Watchers. Yeah. No, no. He's 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 proud. He's he's grateful to Weight Watchers for for saving his life. Are you are you uh, inferring that he's got paid? He will be paid now. Look, the the dude nearly died. Marks. The dude nearly died. 
uh, what, seven months ago yeah. now. Yeah. Look how much he's lost. I, that's, I yeah. think that's, that, that, that's very think, inspirational. Yeah, I think he did well for that heart attack. What do you mean by that? It's come out strokes as soon as he did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, he survived. It, it, yeah. yeah. I'm just saying Great. that health, yeah. health things have come leaps and bounds. It's true. Wonderful. You would yeah. know. You would know they'd be out for weeks. Hmm. Right. So he's he's come out, and it, you know the the amount of stuff that he's achieved since uh, having that heart attack. Yeah. It's, it's truly inspirational. Surely. Not yeah. only has the weight drop yeah. happened. He's look got, at him now. No, he's got absolutely. I mean, there is no way that anyone could could argue that he's got more um, stretch marks than anyone. So he's, he looks he, Ill he's done a uh, new Hit Girl comic book series. Yep. He's finished that, and okay. it's uh, Hit Girl going to Hollywood and taking down all the uh, um, predators over there. Yeah. Not the, actually, you know, the, not the predators. Oh. They're oh. featured quite oh, heavily right. in the latest issue of well. Star Wars magazine. If you have ever wanted to know yeah. anything about the predators, it's all in all about All about Asia. Ah, Argento. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, She's no, in no. there. Let's not do that one. No, let's not. She shouldn't have dressed up as a nun. So, what? Is that No, let's no, not. It... Don't get baited, Martin. Don't no, get baited. No, no, no. no. But there's a great feature about nuns in it. There is? Yeah. Funnily nuns. Yeah. Bad habits. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Hit Girl yeah. goes to Hollywood. I'm none the wiser. Well, hey girl goes to Hollywood and uh, she's uh, tackling, you know, the Harvey Weinstein's and the Brian Singers. Uh, but he's, uh, you know, he, he's also uh, working on the secret project, that, which many think is uh, an episode or two of uh, the John Favreau live-action Star Wars TV show yep. debuting on uh, uh, Disney Play. But he's also year. doing episodes for the CW, which he, is, he does yeah. the best ones. See, Every year this, he does amazing ones. Yeah. Look at this fella. I'm only having a laugh. Yeah. I, I love that guy. And, and and even when I'm one of the people that even now, tonight, if you said, let's go and watch Yoga Hoses, I'd watch it yeah, for a bit of a laugh. It's the, the only one film. Person you'd watch that. It's the only film that I've not seen of his. And it makes well, me quite why, ashamed. Why have you you're not, not seen you're it? Not really why? Much, to be honest. Why have you not seen? No, you are. You are. It didn't get a proper. Still, there's still a bit of Kevin Smith in that film. Uh, to, well, there is. It's still a bit of Kevin Smith. It's written and directed by Kevin Smith. I know, but it still feels like the Dawson. Kevin Smith. And he's in it. He's the little Hitler creature. But yeah. he, it feels like he used to be back then. Is what I'm saying. It's mm. not. There is not. Uh, uh, it isn't pointless watching it. No. Yeah. But, yeah. so, but lots of people love to have something to go on about, don't they? What are you picking? Is this a... You know, I looked over to Martin just then, right? Okay, because you do with your co-host, don't you? He was picking his nose. I know, he was. He was picking his nose. You were and picking I thought, your fucking nose, Martin. Is that a radio Martin? signal that I'm not privy to? <laughs> no, it's not. Does so. this mean wrap it up? <laughs> no, it, it or doesn't. Or does this mean, oh, right, it I've means nearly got it. he shouldn't be doing that. I'm scratching my picking nose. So Kevin Smith, oh, as of today, has yeah. uh, he's the new host of a DC uh, Universe, I think, what's it called? The DC, DC Daily, it's called. Oh, and it's a, it's, God, a, it's a daily dose of DC 
oh. related news. Oh. Now that's great, isn't it? Oh, but I'll tell you what's sake. even more yeah. important. I'm glad he's, re- he's um, got that role that he needed so badly to replace on Comic Book Man. Look, it's nice. That's what that is. It's nice. It brings yeah, it us full, full circle because you know because why? Because you like that little bit at the beginning where he goes, hello, the only show that makes the, uh, the Speed Force... Um, be the only answer to a speeding ticket or whatever the nonsense he used to open the show with. There you go. Yeah, That's but, why they've got him. But and talking of our show, Done. talking of our show, he ends the, the like, we, oh, we've wow. just, no, wow. what? what? What about our show? He We're is the here. original video store clerk. Yeah, yeah. There we go. What about Tarantino? Oh, God. I've, yeah, well, I've got Tarantino news as well. <laughs> Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, my God, tons of casting news. But I was, that was a perfect wrap-up then, Martin. Sorry. It was. But you gave me a segue. It wasn't meant it to was. be a segue. It was meant to be a seg-out. Anyway, <laughs> Charles Manson has been casted. Wow. Uh, cast, sorry, in Congrats. Once Upon a... Congratulations, Martin. That's <laughs> <laughs> next week. Awesome. Oh, my God, I've just looked at my notes, and it's also <laughs> corrected, so I don't have the dude's name. <laughs> According to my notes, it's Damon Her Roman. Well, I wish Damon Her Roman the best, because I, I, he was on my radar. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He's, he's from Justified. Yeah. We all know that show, so we'll move yeah. swiftly on from that. Uh, Roman Polanski has, always, uh, has also been cast. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe this? Yeah, I can. Can you yeah. believe that uh, he's going there? I can. This is uh, going back to what I've heard do about you want, Do you want to get a show where we talk about this? We will soon. Well, okay, because maybe. Because I will get... No, I'll get to the bottom of this because there's a lot more to this than people think. And, and you know what? This is not the Me okay. Too stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're wrapping this up now. Uh, so is everyone uh, familiar with the work of uh, uh, Rafael uh, Zayarucha? Of course. Yeah, yeah. Of course. My God. So, so he's yeah. going to be playing um, uh, Roman Polanski in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, rumour Willis has been cast this week okay. as well. Okay. Are you sure scene. that has that been confirmed or is it just a rumour? That's oh. awful. I mean, I would have just staged dumb. <laughs> To be honest, I would oh, just sat on that mine. <laughs> uh, it's rumour Willis was last seen laughing it up yeah. on the front row of her dad's roast. Okay, not what's, spit roast. What's Willis roast. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? I've got a recommendation. Uh, has everyone seen the roast of Bruce Willis yet? I seen it because of you. It's wonderful, isn't it? Wow. I just, I don't know how you can sit through that. No, no. And you saw Rumor Willis right in the front row. Yeah. Just uh, uh, eyeballs nearly popping out of her, out of her skull, laughing just, so hard I at just, her dad's misery. It's wonderful. It's. I, wouldn't, like I wouldn't want that, though. Yeah, I don't think you could cope with that. I wouldn't want that. The roast of I Mike could Royce. Get, I could get through it. But no, I wouldn't I don't want think it. You would. No, because it, it'd be bloody worse than this, you know. <laughs> it really would. We've also got uh, Lena Dunham 
the fabulous Lena Dunham. Yep. Is that sarcasm? No, I nope. absolutely adore Lena, nope. Lena Dunham. A lump, it, she's oh, wow. uh, one of these lumpy pants actresses. Oh, you don't stand a chance. No, it's bullshit. That's not, that's not why I like Lena Dunham. She made one of the best TV shows uh, in, the la- in the last ten years. Uh, Girls is is a masterpiece. Uh, we've got but he uh, didn't Lorenzo. Have, he Izzo. didn't deny the fact that he had lumpy pants. I did. I did. No, you I, didn't. No. You said no. That's not what. No, it's, it's about. It's bullshit. You didn't say she's that. She's a fantastic actor. Yeah, and She's yeah, a fantastic yeah. writer yeah. and director. Yeah, I know, yeah. And you yeah. didn't say you didn't. You didn't deny lumpy pants. She's wonderful. I love her. So uh, Lorenzo Izzo. Oh, God. Uh, Go on. Former flame. For, for, former wife of Eli Roth as well. He met her okay. on the set of uh, Hostel... No, no, Green Inferno. Green Inferno. They got yeah. married, recently split. Yeah. And uh, I'm quoting him now. He said, yeah, we had to get a divorce okay. before we fucking killed each other. Shit. Okay, so well, there you sounds go. like That's a normal relationship. Yeah, Margaret um, Qualley, uh, amazing f- uh, actor from uh, The Leftovers. Okay. Uh, and uh, Mayor Hawk and Austin Butler. I don't know who those guys are, but that's Once Upon a Cut Time uh, in Hollywood. Once Upon a Cut Time. Yeah, in Video Hollywood. Odyssey. Oh, yeah, Video Odyssey. <laughs> Yeah, get it right. Easy for you to say. Don't don't embarrass oh, people. God. Isn't that interesting though that Quentin Tarantino, uh, you know, he here he is now directing yeah. this. Uh, what I hear will be much like a, a Pulp Fiction narrative, yeah. uh, where you've got lots of like singular vignettes across Hollywood, and you know, 1969, no, all this stuff, sad. all of this stuff. Sad, he started Chris. off in video stores. I know. Yeah, good. Like you, good, and like Andy did tonight. And the and the theme of this this episode, uh, the so, fact yeah, that so. nobody who works in a video store can can remember the name of it. <laughs> I don't know what is the what is the view of it. All, I might do you know what I'm, uh, when this is going to podcast to make up for this, so that it's all right, so Andy's not annoyed. The this episode will be called Video Odyssey. It will be spelt properly. It will be perfect. And there'll That's be a link to say. the website. Indeed. It'll all be on there. So, so that's fine. So, my word, what a what an evening, gentlemen. I think we need to go now. I think we do. Indeed. I mean, I've been Mike. He's been Martin. And this gentleman here has been Chris, spelt with a K, because we've got to pronounce our names right. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Tumbling through a thousand centuries You don't know where you land It's a dark in mythology Treasures of history To be found Here legends of time All the handiworks remain Only the dream
You have been listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio is sponsored by Fab Cafe, TV and movie theme bar, Portland Street, Manchester.